The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5 News Gazette Media Stations. Rivers, here comes a reverse for Gennard Davis. Throwing towards the end zone. He's got a man. Touchdown, Ricky Smalling. Touchdown, Illinois. And the Illini have taken the lead. Fighting Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to kickoff is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look and in-depth preview of today's contest here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5, the flagship home for fighting Illini football. Back to pass, throws past the intercepted. Dillshawn Phillips on his feet at the 30, still going 35, 40, up the left sideline, 50, 45, and out of bounds. Today, it's the 109th annual homecoming game at Memorial Stadium as the Illini play for the cannon against the Purdue Boilermakers. Kick on the way, plenty of distance, it is gone! Now from historic Memorial Stadium on the campus of the University of Illinois, here's your host, Scott Beatty. Well, the Illini have marched into Memorial Stadium and the tailgates here are buzzing. It's homecoming. We're getting set for the biggest game to date of Lovey Smith's tenure. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. I'm Scott Beatty. We're live in Grange Grove in the autograph tent where several former players are going to be here in just a few minutes. This afternoon, the 3-2 and two Illini can demonstrate some real progress with a win over the potent offense of Purdue. The Boilermakers are 2-3, and 1-1 one one in the conference, but they've lost in just some close games. They're coming off the bye week, and they beat Nebraska two weeks ago. The Illini, of course, are returning home with a win at Rutgers, their first conference win since 2016. So let's get started with the opening drive, brought to you by Harriet's Rents, Tents, and Events, and Warden Martin Buick GMC Service, and Lauren Tate is alongside and Mr. Tate this is a hopping a place I've seen in a while. Well yeah it, it really is but you you really worry me when you say that Brahms had an extra week off because he can <laughs> take up enough plays in one week and now you give him two weeks there's no telling what he's allowed to pull. He will pull some good stuff you got you've got to be honest when you play him defensively you just can't overplay or you can't leave anything open because he'll come back to the weak side. Would you agree this is the biggest game of Lovey's tenure so far? This, to me, seems like a pivot point in the season. It's the biggest game today. You, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like that's it. absolutely right. I thought that's what you said. So, yeah. <laughs> no, to well, date. Yeah, to yeah, date yeah, for him. Yeah, I know. know. I know. But I, I think, yes, I think it is because this is going to set the stage. If Illinois loses this game, it's going to be very difficult to think about a six-win season and a bowl game. If Illinois wins this game and goes to four and two, we can definitely start thinking in those terms. And you also would then say, made a statement, say, hey, we're in a different place than we were last year. Oh, yeah. Winning against Rutgers did part of that, but frankly, Rutgers isn't a very good team right now. No, I see uh, Maryland is what, running over them 24 to nothing in the half. Yeah, and, yeah last and, uh, look. So, no, uh, the win over Rutgers doesn't mean anything now. It was important when we did it because you have to do it. But uh, Illinois dominated that game and won uh, handily. And uh, now the question is, can they carry it over into, into this game? Homecoming. It's a spirited thing for the Illini fans. I don't know if the players feel it like we do, but, um, you know, they're, they're younger and uh, they haven't had a lot of homecomings. Well, I thought Friday night, uh, the Friday night game against Penn State, it was pretty packed in here. But this has had a little more buzz, a little more activity in here. This is probably going to be the biggest crowd of the year. Yeah, I don't think the weather's going to be any kind of a factor, although it is cooler. 
for sure. And I don't know if that would affect. I don't think there's enough wind to affect the uh, Purdue passing game. Illinois' running game won't be affected by wind for sure. For sure. All right, that's the opening drive. We thank you, Lauren. Appreciate it. The opening drive is brought to you by Harriet's Rents, Tents, and Events and Warden Martin Buick GMC. We're underway on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. See the folks at Rudy Wealth Management for all of your retirement planning and investment needs. Rudy Wealth Management voted number one in the People's Choice Awards. In a moment, we'll get the first word with Brian Barnhart and Jason Davis, and we'll hear from A.J. Bush. A little bit later, we'll reunite Martin O'Donnell with an old teammate. Stay with us on Fighting Illini Game Day. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Now with more, here's Scott Beatty. Homecoming here at Memorial (laughs) Stadium, Illinois, and Purdue kickoff at 2.35. Still to come, we'll hear from the two head coaches, Lovey Smith and Jeff Brom. Time now for the first word, brought to you by Warden Martin Buick GMC Service and Harriet's Rents, Tents, and Events. Brian Barnard here. He'll be doing the Mm play-by-play. Jason Davis will be on the sidelines. Good to see you both. Rondale Moore for Purdue, guys. I think it's a little bit like you, Jason. You you can't stop him. You just have to try to contain him, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. You can't what? put players like that in the box. But yeah. what you try to do is you try to get as many people around him as possible. So when, when he does try to get loose and get in space, we can corral him pretty quickly. Indeed. Well, Brian Barnhart, how are you looking I, at this game? I was just going to say, you know, homecoming is for reunions and hugs and handshakes, and we're getting that all over the place here. <laughs> Jason Davis knows everybody, I think, <laughs> no, doesn't he? A lot of well, when you, when, you your, when you put your body on the line for a lot of, lot of, lot of boys, <laughs> when they grow up to be men, they appreciate it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like Morris Virgil, right? Absolutely. Uh, that's Absolutely. right. You were just recounting a story where you laid a block so he could get the glory and get the touchdown, right? Hey, he, his kids are here. <laughs> <laughs> You were asking about the game? Yeah, I, I have a feeling almost that Illinois needs to score like 40 points in this game because I think Purdue's going to get theirs because they're just, they've got a good offense. I think the big key will be, and Lovey Smith says this all the time, so I'm saying something that he says, but it's turnovers. Yeah. And, you know, I think Illinois' defense, what is among, it leads the Big Ten. It's among the best in the country in turnover margin. So in a game like this where, and talking to the Purdue folks, they say they've had trouble stopping radio, our kind of offenses with the spread and the run attack. Uh, they have done better against a Boston College who's more of a straightforward running team or maybe even a Wisconsin. I mean, that's a different bar. But but it's the kind of offense that can give them problems. Now, Illinois, can they stop Rondale Moore? Can they yeah. stop David Blau, who broke Dave Wilson's all-purpose uh, game against Ohio State? Not the passing yards, but the all-purpose yards uh, back uh, a couple of weeks ago. So uh, it's, uh, it's a really good offensive team, a great quarterback, and an outstanding freshman. And Jason, uh, One second, you know, you look at <laughs> Jason, you're so popular here. I don't even, I don't know what's going on right now. I think because I got this name tag on, she thinks I work here. I don't, right there, look at this guy with all these lanyards, men with lanyards. There's a woman interrupting the broadcast. She needs help. She thinks I work here. Can we help her? I've told her four times I don't work here. We are live in Grange Grove. Thank you. And yeah, some, a lot live. of former players yeah. are here. Uh, Justin Hardy is here. Uh, Juice Williams as well. Hey, yeah. Jason, tell me about uh, Illinois. We know they can run the ball. How important will it be to get get the passing game going against Purdue? The passing game, to get it going, we're going to run the ball to get the passing game going. Sometimes a lot of those a lot of those good strong runs on first down, coupled with a couple of those quick hidden smoke screens, those are like extensions of the run game. Those are those are like long handoffs, but those also get you rhythm because they count as, as receptions. They count as uh, receptions for the receiver and for the quarterback, so it gets you in the rhythm. And we all know if you keep putting that ball in those running backs' belly and they're breaking loose, one time you pull it out the belly, go up top, we can get a touchdown. All right. 
Hey guys, appreciate it very much. Right. Enjoy the broadcast, yeah. Jason. Don't get don't get too distracted we're on gonna, the way back up to the. We're going to go back and start helping people now. Yeah, you <laughs> escort him. Escort <laughs> him. The right. best escort service. <laughs> the first word is brought to you by Ward Martin Buick GMC and Harriet's Rents, Tents, and Events. Well, last week the speculation was that quarterback A.J. Bush would return from a hamstring injury, and he did, and led the Illini largely with his legs. Here's more on quarterback A.J. Bush. Bush back to pass near midfield. Now he's going to run it. Should have the first down. He does 35-30, 25-20. Still on his feet. 10-5. Touchdown. Touchdown, A.J. Bush. Touchdown, Illinois. A.J. Bush returned to action by running for two touchdowns and 116 yards and tossing a TD pass in the victory over Rutgers last Saturday. Lovey Smith says Bush was eager to play and knows his value. You know, when you're injured, you have to stay in the game, take mental reps. And he wanted to play every week. We, as coaches, had to hold him out. But he expected to come back in. As you can see, we can do a lot of things with him. And just looking from a defensive point of view, when you have a, a guy that can take off and run the ball like that, most time quarterback's not accounted for. It's a shame you look at his past stats, that they don't look better based on what really happened during the game. Illinois wideout Trenard Davis was a frequent target for Bush last week against Rutgers. He likes what Bush brings. His leadership. You know, how hard he played, you know, it makes everybody around everybody around him better. So him being back on the field, it helps. It helps the, um, the movement of the, the offense and everything. He's a great leader. Here's a little more now with A.J. Bush. The two-and-a-half game that you were out, did you allow yourself to say, why me, after finally getting to a point in your career where you were starting and, and leading a program? I, that thought creeped in like when it first happened, but I mean I'm a man of faith, so it didn't stay there long. And I just knew I had to be a leader and uh, do my best to get back as quickly as possible. Did you have a good feeling about getting back and that you'd be 100%, or was there worry in there? Uh, no, there was no worry. I mean I knew it, what it was was something that I could recover from. I just didn't know how long. I thought it would be faster than that, but, I mean, that's unfortunate. But at the end of the day, I'm just happy to be playing and with a lot of games left, a lot of football left. This win that against Rutgers this past week was pretty big for this program and, and where it's at. Do you get a sense of that, or is that more for us around the program maybe talking about? Well, I definitely got a sense of it, and I definitely think that you guys being around the program a little longer than me can kind of see the drastic feeling that it, it may have had on you guys and impact, but it was definitely big. I just want to, you know, bring wins to this team and to the culture and help change the culture. Can you take me a bit into the decision-making process when it's time to pass or time to run for you? What kind of window do you have to make that decision? Uh, it's everything's quick. I mean, playing quarterback in general, you have to make split split second decisions. But with our offense, like uh, we have a lot of plays within one, and based on the re coverage, like I, our receivers have to read the defense just like I have to read the defense. So a lot of those plays are like me and him trying to get on the same page in the moment. So it's 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 a little it's a little fun. It's tough, but when it works, it clicks. You had the 41-yard touchdown run against Rutgers, and it looked like for a moment at least Sam Mays was open. Uh, was he an option? I mean, it obviously worked well, out as a touchdown. Well, my progression starts from left to right. And so if they played zone, take the mesh away, then I go to the dig. And if the dig's not there, then I go to – then I'm supposed to go to the zone buster, which was Sam. But I just seen a big lane, and – I just like man, I felt like I felt the pocket closing a little bit, but I just felt like the need to take off. 
that hamstring did fine. Yeah, it held up, man. I was proud of my leg. I was proud of all the work I did and all the rehab that, you know, I did and all the people that helped me in that moment just helped me, you know, get back to my running ways and throwing ways. And now a homecoming game against Purdue. This is not your first school. Does it take much to feel the pride for playing for Illinois, given that this has been third or fourth stop? No, it doesn't. Uh, this stop, every stop means a lot to me. And um, obviously me contributing in this one is definitely going to mean a lot to me as well. So I'm just very excited to get on the field and get going. Key for you against the Boilermakers? Just be consistent, make the big plays, and just keep leading my team like I am. Thanks for your time. No problem. Thank you. Jay Bush with us there. In a moment, Martin O'Donnell will join us with our keys to the game. Plus, he gets together with former teammate John Asamoa. It's Fighting Illini game day. It's Fighting Illini game day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Here again, Scott Beatty. Back outside Grange Grove, uh, or rather in Grange Grove, outside Memorial Stadium, headed towards kickoff between the Illini and Purdue on homecoming. He'll be calling the game from the booth. Former All-American lineman Martin O'Donnell is here, and alongside John Asamoah, and I, I think you guys spent a few few days together as well <laughs> with the Illini. Good to see you, John. Oh, thank you for having me. And thank Martin, you. glad to see you again. Always a pleasure. Uh, how tight were you guys as teammates on the O-line? <laughs> Maybe a little too familiar to talk about. On there. <laughs> it's, it, it's a special bond between two guards, Scott. Yeah, that's really what it is. It is when you guys get together. I mean, there's some of your other teammates are here. This, you know, is it time to get together and talk about old memories? Do you uh, just catch up with on life? What's what's all this reunion like? Um, you know, we get together. We always reminisce. Every time we get together, we reminisce because we come here and we see we see the we see the guys walking in. We get ready for the game. We, we remember these things. We remember being on the bus. We'll go through games. Something maybe just at home. I'll think of something that week and we'll catch up about it. But we we talk about all that. Then we come right back to the present. Just how excited we are about what's going on and you know what we think the the, the future is going to be, all those things. So we go through the whole spectrum. Then we go through kids and family and everything else. John, would you say that you, you were a, an under-the-radar guy in, when you were recruited and and also when it came to the NFL? You ended up having a career in the NFL playing with the Chiefs and the Falcons, but did you feel like a guy that was overlooked at times? Uh, there's no question. I wasn't uh, – <laughs> I was not on the radar at all in recruiting – and it, it's just never my personality. It's just how I came to it. I came, I was dying Chicago kid, dying to play in the Big Ten. Nobody would give me a chance. It ended up being Coach Loxley and Coach Zook. You know, I was forever grateful. And when, when I came to campus, NFL wasn't what I was worried about, any of those things. I was worried about just coming and contributing. So anything I could do, I didn't care about the outside things. It was just all about how I could help out. Martin, when you were playing alongside John, you go, here's a guy that's going to the NFL? Yeah, I mean, John, John was a guy that was doing things, you know, as a young guy that you know, I wasn't even close to. So his curve was already well ahead of mine. And, uh, no, it, it was a lot of fun. I mean, I, I think I think people wised up after John's college career. I mean, wound up being a third-round pick as an offensive guard. That's that's pretty good. I mean, guards don't usually get picked <laughs> that high. So people people understood. But, uh, no, like John said, it's, it's fun to, to get around people. And, yeah, I mean, we reminisce about – you know football stuff and it's great to see the energy out here yeah. and then a lot of it too is you know a lot of the conversations that we have now is just kind of you know 
you know, how is this team doing? You know, talking about this week's game and, and things like that. So it's, you know, I think guys are still very much connected to the program, even if they're not physically here. Well, let's talk about this game. Um, I have said here at the beginning of the program that this is maybe the biggest game so far for Lovey Smith. Do you see it that way? Just in terms of where this program is at, this feels like a pivot point in the season. Yeah, I, I think it's certainly an important game. I think it's the most important game since last week. You know, I think last <laughs> week was a very last week was really important for Illinois to play well at Rutgers. They did able to pull away late. That was exciting to see. But yeah, I mean, I think you have a lot of people here that are excited, you know, to watch this team play today. So I definitely think it's an important game. Not do or die by any means, but it's an opportunity to capture and continue momentum. Martin O'Donnell and John Asamoah with us. Let's get to our keys to the game. And, John, you can certainly jump in. They're brought to you by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign, the unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert will steer you in the right direction. A whole team of them will take you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested. Also brought to you by Culligan of Muhammad. All right, Martin, show them how it's done, the keys to the game. <laughs> I'll give two quick ones. I think, one, Illinois needs to be able to put pressure on David Blau. If they're not able to get pressure with him, I think they'll have to blitz a little bit more. He's easily going to throw for over 400 yards. That's not going to be the game script that Illinois wants. I also think it's important for the Illini today to start fast on offense. You have all of this energy out here and you know, on this side of the stadium. You get them inside, start fast on offense, rip off a big play, you'll get some momentum going early. Huge. John Asamoah? Hey, just piggybacking off what Martin says, starting fast. This crowd is going to be incredible today. Just in Grange Grove, it's like nothing I've ever seen before. It's, it's a different atmosphere here right now. But the big thing for me is continuing to win the turnover battle. These guys have been awesome. Every game I've watched, they come up with the timely interceptions, the, the fumble, everything they do. If they do that and continue to run the ball the way they will, they'll control tempo and be just fine. Indeed. I'll add one. The running game is obviously the strength of this offense. Do enough passing-wise to keep Purdue honest. And I think this could add up to uh, a good win for Illinois. This would be, be nice here on a homecoming Saturday. 2.30 kick, that whole thing. It's, it's a good atmosphere. It's fall. Illinois could use this win. Good atmosphere, good weather, great opportunity. Thanks so much. John Osmo, welcome back. Enjoy right. signing autographs thank here. Thank you, thank you. Martin, enjoy, Thanks, enjoy yeah. it upstairs. Martin O'Donnell and John Osamoa, two former Illini teammates. They were on the Rose Bowl team as well, giving us their keys to the game. They're brought to you by Culligan of Muhammad. Hard water in your home. Culligan of Muhammad has been treating water since 1948. Culligan is the better water company. Google Culligan of Muhammad today or call Jeremy at 217-586-2313. And also brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Champagne. Next up, we hear from Lovey Smith and Jeff Brom, the two head coaches. That's the coach's corner in a moment. Next on Fighting Illini Game Day and the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Welcome back to the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. I'm Scott Beatty. It's the battle for the cannon on homecoming as the Illini are getting set for Purdue here at Memorial Stadium. Time now for the Coach's Corner, brought to you by Clark Lindsay, where residents come first, celebrating 40 years. After the Illini notched their first Big Ten win in 700 days last weekend, they're striving today for something they haven't done in more than twice that time, win back-to-back -back conference games. Illini head coach Lovey Smith sets the table. We need to get a win in the worst way. Rucker was in front of us, just like Purdue this week. You have to now look in that microscope on just what we need to do right now, and that's what we're doing. Big win for us, though. I mean, as I talk about an opportunity to be over 500 in Big Ten play, that's big for our guys. But as we continue to find a way to win, each game's going to get bigger and bigger. And right now, how can it get much bigger than this for us? Play a team that we have a history against for the Cannon homecoming, just so many things are at stake. 
we're in pretty good shape and talk about a lot of injuries. So looking forward to the game. Defensively, the Illini have to limit Purdue's freshman sensation Rondale Moore. Illini defensive coordinator Hardy Nickerson. Certainly one of the best players happens to be a receiver. <laughs> they find different ways, creative ways of getting the ball to him. Of course, conventional way is throwing him in the passing game, but uh, they've been able to get him the ball on, on jet sweeps and different things, uh, other ways of handing him the ball. So, you know, that's one of the best players. We have to make sure that we're aware of where he's at all the time. I suppose he could be just as dangerous in the flat versus a, a long route? Yeah, yeah. He's one of those guys that can that can uh, score from anywhere. Uh, he has that ability. He's tough tough in terms of, uh, you know, he runs through, runs through contact, runs through tacklers. He's a, he's a tough tackle in the open field. Moore has already broken Purdue's single-game all-purpose yardage record. In a moment, Purdue head coach Jeff Brom, who used to be on the sidelines of Illinois as a quarterback's coach. Welcome back to the Coach's Corner. While the Illini will key in on Purdue quarterback David Blau and receiver Rondale Moore, Boilermaker head coach Jeff Brom wants to contain A.J. Bush. He's a strong runner. I mean, he can run the football. He runs it like a running back. He can throw it good enough, uh, but he's definitely a threat with his feet, and uh, that's what they're going to try to do is they're going to spread the field and uh, isolate him, uh, hand it off. The running back is a good player. So the combination of those two is, are what we have to stop. And uh, that's going to be important for us that we eliminate big plays and big chunks so we know where the ball is. A lot of times in the, in the zone read and the zone slice and you know guys coming back and blocking for him, you have to know where the ball is and you can't let it sneak through there. So that's going to be important that we have good eyes. And Brom is very aware of Illinois' capability to force turnovers. Uh, this team does a good job. They're going to play pressure, get up uh, on you, challenge you on every throw, and then when they play zone, they're going to uh, play their typical Tampa 2 zone with their eyes on the quarterback and hope that they bait you into throwing it up the field, and they're going to react and pick it off. So uh, they have done a good job of getting turnovers. We have to be aware of it. We were not great in practice yesterday. We threw some contested balls that would have been picked off in a game, so we've got to get back to – being aggressive but knowing where the outlet is and, and making sure that in practice uh, we understand that we have to practice that ball security and make sure that uh, we're not giving the, the other team another opportunity to, to convert. And does Jeff Brom have an extra advantage scouting this year? He saw, of course, not only the Illini last year, but Illinois offensive coordinator Rod Smith and his system when Smith was with Arizona as Purdue beat the Wildcats in the Foster Farms Bowl. That's the Coach's Corner, brought to you by Hickory Point Bank, the unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert will steer you in the right direction. A whole team of them will take you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank, investment. Back in Grange Grove outside Memorial Stadium, about to send it upstairs for more Fighting Illini game day on the Big Ten scoreboard right now. Iowa rolling over Indiana 35-16 in the third quarter in Indiana. Nebraska looking for its first win. They have the lead at Northwestern 20-14 right now. They just got going in the fourth quarter. Minnesota had a lead on Ohio State. Ohio State now has regained it 20-14. They are late in the fourth quarter, third quarter that is, at the horseshoe. Rutgers is rolling over Rutgers 34-0. They're about to start the fourth quarter. Other games that, the other game that will kick at 2.30 is Penn State and Michigan State. This game here between the Illini and Purdue will actually get going at 2.40. I'll be back with you for the Fasteners, et cetera, postgame show after the ball game. There's more fighting Illini game day coverage in a moment on WDWS Champaign-Urbana and WHMS Champaign-Urbana. <laughs> 